You're listening to the 16th edition of the Bitochem podcast, and we're going to pick up where we left off. We were speaking about the story of Yosef HaTzadik, and the Madriga Sadam says here at the end of the fourth chapter of Dark Bitochem. We mentioned this last time, it's very important, and I actually mentioned it recently in the Parsha podcast, that Yosef HaTzadik was on a very exalted level of Bitochem. That being the case, Lachin Ragli Chasid of Yishmor. It seems like a punishment. It seems like Yosef Atzadik, he didn't have Bitachin, he trusted in a person instead of trusting in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore the result was that he was punished with two more years. Says the author of Navardic, nothing could be further from the truth. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not want him to lose his great level of Bitachin. If not for the fact that he would have indeed had two more years to sit in jail because of his sin. He could have made a mistake to think that his bitachin indeed helped him. I'm sorry, not his bitachin, his hishtadlis helped him, right? That's a big danger. The altar of Navardic feels that the, the danger of falling into the belief that my hishtadlis is what's accomplishing things for me and it's not Hashem, that danger is so great, stay far, far away from hishtadlis at all. But even we, who are involved in Hishtadlus, right? Where may, we may not be holding, we likely are not holding on this very, very high level of Bitochen without Hishtadlus. So we have to watch out. We have to be careful. Anytime we do Hishtadlus, there's a great danger. We could fall into the fact, we can fall into believing in our minds something which is not a fact, that this is what's accomplishing it for us, and it's not so at all. He could think that it was the request that he made of the Saram Mashkim, that he should remember him. That's, that's, that's what got him out. And he would set a new precedent for himself, that from now on, that it's appropriate. It's in fact, not only is it appropriate, you see it worked. So obviously, who wants me to do Hishtadlis, he wants me to put in efforts. This is what gets me what I need. Hashem wanted Yosef to be on a very, very high level of Bitochen. He needed to see experientially that not only didn't it help him at all, it didn't do anything for him at all. Not only did it not help him get out of jail, it made it even less likely that he would get out of jail. It made it take another two years. And I'd like to point out that how would he know he's supposed to get out now? He's supposed no, it was very clear to Yosef. He saw that this guy came in and it was clear that he was his ticket out. This guy, the Sar Mashim, was his ticket out of the jail. He, was, he saw Paro every single day. The only one who could grant him the, the freedom that he wished could only be Paro. So this was his ticket out, and indeed that's how it was in the end. So he knew that this, was, this must be the time. But then he languished in jail for another two years. This was so it would be clear to him that he made a mistake. He needed to realize that it was the opposite. Being involved in that very hishtadlus that he thought would help him, it only made it farther, made his salvation farther away. Right? So he could have made the mistake to believe that indeed it, it would have helped him. So Hashem therefore... See, 
says the altar has yisoid, which is, don't think about tomorrow, don't worry about tomorrow, don't be so concerned, stop trying to make sure that tomorrow you're going to be okay. Are you okay today? HaKadosh Baruch is giving you what you need today, that's all you need to know. You don't need to worry about tomorrow. To the extent that you focus on your connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you recognize that He's providing me today, you will get what you need tomorrow. You don't need to think about it, you don't need to be worried about it, you don't have to put ishtadlis in, you don't have to put in so much efforts. Okay. He wouldn't have had to put in so much effort. He would have come out immediately from jail if he hadn't made that extra statement to the Saramashim, which wasn't so now. He put in the efforts now. For this reason, it was added on an extra two years. And I'd like to mention something, a few things here. Number one is I read recently in a Sefer, I don't really want to mention which one, but it was a Sefer about Bitacha and Amuna. He mentioned that a person needs to put in all efforts and leave the results to Hashem. And that there is such a shita. It's important to know that there is such an opinion. But that is not necessarily the main opinion. Even the Chavis Halavavis who says that we need to put in efforts doesn't say you have to put in all efforts that you possibly can. Maybe reasonable efforts. But there's always a danger in that thinking of, oh, I have to do every effort and then leave the results to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not need me to do every effort. Hashem doesn't need me to do any effort. That's the honest truth. Hashem can give me what I need without... He can just drop a million dollars on me if He wants to. And He's willing to do that if I have the proper bitachin on Him. Right? There is such a thing, and it's important to know that. I do not need to do every effort. I do not even need, even need to do any effort sometimes. Sometimes the Kodesh Baruch Hu, literally, it's been my experience, out of nowhere, Kodesh Baruch Hu will send me a job. I didn't try to get the job. I, didn't, I wasn't making any efforts to obtain that job. It just comes. So there is such a thing. You do not need to do every effort. That's for sure. I don't believe that that's true. And I don't believe personally that it's helpful. Anytime that I put in every effort, Kodesh has shown me that, yo, chill back. Step back. Chill out. You don't have to do so much. This is not your job. And then you get, it's very hard to put in every effort and then not not have your, uh, you know, your knuckles white trying to hold on to the results it's 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 not the the altar holds it that's a mistake don't go that way don't put in every effort don't put in any effort don't do ishtadlis Yezav HaTzadik was meant to not do anything he was meant to stand by and wait for Yeshua Hashem his Hashem stand by and watch it's a Pasuk talking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim stand by and watch Hashem will save you it's important to know that and and the altar said that this is a main point when it comes to Derech HaBitochen. And I read this in the Parsha podcast, but I want to read it again. It's so important. Person is must. It's a must. Don't worry about tomorrow. Because when a person is worried and he's looking, what is thoughtless can I do? First of all, he's not going to First of all, he's not going to benefit from it. He's going to lose out from it. And now, I just want to say something again from my experience, which I believe I've mentioned, but sometimes I have found that if I do a minimal effort, but a wholehearted effort, minimal effort, but wholehearted, what I accomplish with that is I show Kodesh Baruch Hu that I'm not being lazy. Now, that's a completely different thing than putting in every effort to try to get what I want, try to get my needs met, to try to get Parnassah. That's different than... I'm doing something which I know is not enough. I'm doing it completely just to prove to myself, to my heart, which which 
is attached to Kodesh Baruch Hu, to myself, perhaps we could even say with a capital S, the piece of me that's Kodesh Baruch Hu is inside of me, to prove to myself that I'm not just being lazy. That's a different thing than putting in every effort to try to get what I want. That's not what, when the focus is, I'm just doing it because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to, to show I'm not lazy. That's a different story. Okay? When I'm chasing after the Hishtadlis, when I'm chasing after the thing that I think is going to be the cause for me to get what I want, to get what I need, what happens is it actually pushes away the result that I want, as we saw by Yosef. There's a general principle that when I run after something, the thing that I'm running after runs away from me. Right? If let's say I want my child to be at the Shabbos table, I want my child to come and sing with me to sing at the Shabbos table, the more that I try to get that, the more I chase after it, I, I, I'm pushing the person away. Doesn't mean that I can't express that I would like that, but I need to be careful how I do it. Need to be doicha be small, but in. I pull in with the stronger hand. I have to show my love. I have to show my my uh, my understanding. But it's also true when it comes to ishtadlus. If I put too much efforts into ishtadlus, it pushes away the results that I want. I've had this experience myself many times. The Gros says this: Just like we find there's a concept. That if you run after greatness, you run after fame, you run after after uh, covered honor, it runs a barachas mimenu. Hagadula barachas mimenu runs away from you. Vikal barach min hagadula gadula mechazeras achrav. If you run away from greatness, it runs after you. Came bechol amidos. So too it is with all of the measures, all matters. Specifically says the Gra. It's true in regards to bitachin. The more I run after certain hishtadlusin the more I will not get what I want. It's counterintuitive, but it's true. This is something that experience proves to those who are, people who are trying to be whole, trying to, be, to rise up in their spirituality, trying to have bitachin. And, and here I'd like to interject two points. We'll see if we have enough time for both of them. But the first point is something I had a discussion on Thursday with somebody who I mentioned a few times in the podcast, Mordechai Diamond, Rabbi Mordechai Diamond, who is, according to my Rosh Hashiva, the Balbi Tachan Ador, the Balbi Tachan of our generation. And uh, I discussed with him, what, what is it? like? How does he approach Bitachan? What is his understanding of Bitachan? What's the, how does it work for him? Why does it work for him? And he said to me, that the idea is, what is Bitochen? Bitochen is not just, oh, I get what I want from God. It's not like this trick. It's not like this, uh, you know, I, I trust in God and then I get what I want from God. That's not it. Bitochen is something which is an expression of Avodah Hashem. It's an expression of my service of Hashem, of my relationship with Hashem. What does that mean? It means that Bitochen, my trust in God, is an outcropping of my relationship with Hashem. If I love Hashem, I have a relationship with Hashem. Hashem is my loving Father who I'm always turning to and I recognize that everything that happens in my life is from Him, whether it's good things or bad things. Okay? If, if now I say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, I really need this thing. I want to feel close to you. I want to feel like you are the God who provides for me. I want to feel like you are the one who's in my life. And I really need this particular thing. Whatever it might be, I want my child to have success in his learning. 
Torah. I want my daughter to feel happy with the school that she's in. I want my kids to be joyous and, 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 and feel good and, and have good experiences in their lives. That's the Bitochen. The Bitochen is about me and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Me and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So then, that's what Bitochen is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't say no. Why can't he say no? Because he's our father. He wants to help us. He wants to give us what what we want. Not because, well, because we want it and we're, we're, we're playing a trick on God and we're, we're getting what we want. No, it's because it has to do with our relationship. Hashem wants to give us a kiss. If I ask for a kiss, if I ask for a hug from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I have a relationship with Him, I love Him, and He loves me, so then it's all part of my Avedis Hashem. It's all part of my service of God. And, and this is something I heard recently also on a shir from Rev Brog, which I highly recommend. There's a few shiurim on Bitochen, and he's a tremendous Bal Bitochen himself. You can, you can hear his amazing stories. What he said, what are the ways, what are the ways to, to work on Bitochen? How does a person get into Bitochen? That it really works for him? It's by constantly being aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Constantly repeating Psukim. Rosh Shiva says this idea as well, and I saw what else were brought down. Hashem Tzivaka Simanu. Blessed is the one who trusts in you. Hashem is going to save us in the day that we call out for Him. Repeating psukim, psukim that you might relate to, whatever it is. There's so many psukim. There's a group of 15 psukim. He says at the end of uh, psukim de Zimra before Mizmor the Saida. There's a whole bunch of psukim there. All of them express our faith in God, our trust in Him that He's going to help us. He's going to He's going to give us what we need. So bitachin. It's this sense, it's this feeling that we have a real relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that He will provide what we need because we have that relationship with Him. That's, that's one point. And the second point I'd like to add is something that's very important. just need to see how much time we have here. The second point is something that my Rosh Hashiva spoke about in this past week's Parsha, which was not what I read. What I read in my Parsha podcast was from a few years ago, but he said something this year. He sends out a Parsha sheet every week. He talks about the fact that there's a concept of, of strengthening our bitachon. Our bitachon goes in waves. He brings from the from the back of Evan Shlema, the Gra, from the student of the Gra of Shmuel Maltzin, writes that when it comes to bitachon, we find this to be true in regards to even the Nevi'im, the greatest tzaddikim. There were times where they had stronger bitachon. There were times where their bitachon was so strong, it couldn't be broken. And they accomplished awesome things with their bitachon. They were able to get whatever they needed. There are times when a person feels weak in their bitachon. Shmuel Hanavi, that's the classic example. He was afraid of Shaul. Why was he afraid? Where was his bitachin? Because he didn't really want to go to anoint David HaMelech. So therefore he felt, he felt a weakness in his bitachin. Therefore he felt that he's, he's, Shaul's going to know about it. He's going to find out. So we find that there's such a thing that our bitachin, our amuna, can waver, can go up and down. And so it's something that it has to do with our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It has to do with our relationship with Hashem. Sometimes we feel it. Sometimes we feel His love. Sometimes we feel connected to Him. I had a story just this past week on a Wednesday night or Tuesday night where I went somewhere and I needed a certain thing and the, the, the person who was behind the, the cash register wasn't sure how to do something for me and I, he's, he would need to call his boss and he said his boss wasn't picking up the phone. I said, I have bitachin and I felt it really strong. It's not a place that I often go to and needed something to be done immediately. I have bitachin that he's going to pick up that phone and he did pick up the phone and he was able to Baruch Hashem get me what I needed. But it's something where sometimes you feel it. Sometimes you really, it, you just feel it inside of you. You have that bitachin, and sometimes you don't. And it's that way in all of our relationships, whether it's with our spouse, whether it's with our children, whatever it is. But it's something that we need to strengthen in ourselves. Avram Avinu, as my Rosh Hashiva points out, it says that, that Hashem made him a promise. Avram, Avram, 
he believed him. What does it mean he believed him? It means that he felt it. He worked on himself so he should feel that Kodesh Baruch Hu's promise would come true to him. And also in Arbitachan, it's something that we need to strengthen because we can be weakened. As we see with Yosef Atzadik, he was someone on an exalted level. And yet, he fell at this point. So we need to know it's something that we need to watch out for. Like I mentioned in the Parsha podcast, we need to be careful not to, not to be pulled down in Arbitachan. It's an emotional state. Arbitachan is an emotional state. Sometimes we have it and sometimes we don't. If we don't have it at this moment, we need to strengthen ourselves in it. And we need to recognize that there are things that take away from our bitachin, take away from our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from our Avodah Hashem, from our feeling of connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we need to watch out from those things because those are poison that takes away from our bitachin. To be continued. Thank you so much for listening.